Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Tom. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 217 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Amazon Prime. I've been a member of Amazon Prime for a very long time. Uh, We use it all the time. It's a great service. In addition to getting free shipping, you get movies, you get uh, music, you get... Lots and lots of different things. They have a fantastic return policy, which I am a big fan of and have used multiple times in the past. If you want to check out Amazon Prime for free for 30 days, all you have to do is head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Amazon Prime and you get all the benefits of having Amazon Prime for free for 30 days. Um, In addition to that, you'll also get Twitch Prime. Uh, that's included in your subscription and then you can use that to watch Twitch uh, without any ads uh, get free stuff from Twitch like every month they put out some free stuff and uh, in addition you can also subscribe to your favorite streamer uh, whoever that may be so again that URL is runjumpstomp.com slash Amazon Prime to directly support the show thank you So famous last words, Uh, I think that this is going to be a shorter episode. Now, almost every time that I say that, I start talking about something, whatever it may be, and I continue to talk about it for a really long time, and then it ends up being a long episode. We'll see how that goes. Let's jump right into the news. I want to start out today by taking a look at something that dropped right after I recorded my previous episode. And that was the Nintendo Labo Vehicle Kit. Um, This was actually a pretty big surprise. And the reason it was such a big surprise is because Nintendo just brought out uh, Labo, I think it's been less than six months ago. And I didn't expect them to bring out another kit quite so soon. Uh, We already had the robot kit, which was a motorcycle going by. Uh, We already had the robot kit, which was... How do, how do I want to phrase that? Or, or what was the price? It was 80 bucks. 80 bucks. And then we also had the variety kit, which was 70 bucks. And now we've got the vehicle, the vehicle kit, uh, which is also 70 bucks. Uh, I got this from the press release from Nintendo. Uh, so let's go ahead and if you're, if you're watching the show over at YouTube, I'm switching over to some images for you to see. Uh, but 
Uh, according to Nintendo, you can drive, dive, and fly with the new Nintendo Labo vehicle kit. Uh, so you can build like this steering wheel, uh, as well as a gas pedal. And the steering wheel has this weird little hook on a string that you can pull. And from the footage in the YouTube video, which I'm not going to show, uh, if you want to check out the video, just, you know, uh, check it out at, at Nintendo's site. I'm not going to co-op their video. But uh, if you look at their video, it looks like the player uh, can use the this thing to like launch things. So they showed for a moment where the guy, the the the, the person was playing the game. They're driving the little truck. And they pulled that and it like shot bombs forward in order to to blow up something that was in their way. I thought that was really cool. Uh, the graphics overall look really nice. Uh, but then. They showed the car driving and going into uh, the water. And the, then they switched out. Instead of having the, uh, the steering wheel and the gas pedal, they put the steering wheel aside and they had this. Um, it, it very much reminds me of an old submarine uh, arcade game. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, this is from the 80s, this old submarine arcade game where it had two handles on the side and you could independently rotate these two handles. And I I even feel like I remember that there was like a little, uh, like a thing that you would put your face up to in order to look through the, the periscope of the submarine in that arcade game. Maybe it was called Periscope, but I don't think so. That's not as important, but that's what the controls kind of look like. And uh, then you can kind of pilot uh, this submarine around underwater, which also looked really cool. Uh, then they showed off that you can also uh, have a giant joystick, which this is probably my favorite thing uh, on, on the whole thing is this giant joystick. It looks like, you know, the flight yoke that you would use on 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 an airplane uh very reminiscent of old joysticks i remember when i had my commodore 64 uh back in the day i had a joystick for it and it was basically a square with a stick that uh stuck up out of it and a button on top and this is basically what that looks like only exaggerate like uh, very exaggerated in size, much bigger. It, it looks a little unwieldy, but I thought it was kind of cool. And uh, you again, you still use the gas pedal for that. And overall, I thought all of these things looked really, really neat. Uh, I felt like the gameplay that they showed off in the uh, in the YouTube video to me, it seemed like it was more involved than the gameplay that they showed off. For the other two toy cons, now, uh, now I'll I have to admit that I've never I've not played any of the Labo games, so I don't personally know if um, those games were as shallow as they looked to me. Uh, but this this definitely looked like a more involved game, and for them to bring this out so close to the release of the first two toy cons, I find that really really interesting. And I can definitely see us getting another one in maybe another six months. And this might be a thing that Nintendo just keeps uh, keeps dropping new Toy-Con things over and over again. Um, 
it, it seems really cool. Again, I'm not interested in having this stuff at my house because I don't want to have all that cardboard cluttering up everywhere. But overall, I think that uh, of all of the three that I've seen so far, this one looked to be the most game-like. Um, I still think the one that was the most interesting to me was probably the variety kit, just because it seemed like it had a lot of different stuff that you could do, hence the name variety kit. Um, but the vehicle kit is definitely a close second. And then the one that I'm least interested in is the robot kit. Not only because it's $10 extra, but also like that thing just looks so huge and it looks like it takes up so much room and like putting it on just seems like a, a hassle. Uh, so all of those things together make me think that it would just sit in the corner and never get used because it's just too much of a pain. Uh, anyway, I'm curious what you guys think about uh, Nintendo Labo vehicle kit. Uh, where you can dive, drive, and fly. I think that's really cool, and I am—I would be absolutely flabbergasted if, you know, uh, the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was just updated to uh, utilize the um, the motorcycle um, Toy-Con stuff that came with the variety kit. I would be flabbergasted if. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is not updated so that you can use uh, the the steering wheel that you build with this for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, that would be crazy if they don't do that. So I expect that to happen pretty soon. Um, although it did take them quite a while to do that after Toy-Con, uh, uh, um, the variety kit came out. Like, it took them quite a while before they were, before they updated Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I really, you know, I said this before, I almost feel like that was a mistake on their part. It should have been day one. By the way, uh, with this Nintendo Labo stuff, we also are updating Mario Kart 8 Deluxe so that you can uh, play with the motorcycle. Uh, oh, man, I think it would have sold a lot more at that point, you know, because that would have increased the hype for it. Um, this doesn't come out until, let me click on the story again. Uh, I forgot when it comes out. I think it's September, but I could be wrong. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I cannot find it. I think, oh, here we go. Um, it's $69.99. Pre-order. Oh, why, why didn't I not? I, I guess I didn't write this in the story. Uh, September. Yes, September 14th. There we go. So sorry about all that. Uh, yeah, September 14th is when this actually comes out. You can pre-order it now. Um, but I, I still definitely want to know what you guys think about um, this new Toy-Con kit. Do you think that we're going to be getting uh, a lot more of them? Let me know. So if you're watching the YouTube video, I can't show this because I don't want to bring somebody else's video up on screen. However, uh, there's two videos that uh, you might want to check out. I've got links to those in the show notes. You can find the show notes over at runjumpstomp.com slash 217 because this is episode 217. Uh, if I did the math right, uh, but to uh, slash 217 and uh, you can click on the links in the show notes. 
Uh, there's a couple of games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch that I thought looked pretty interesting. Uh, the first one is called Guns, Gore, and Cannoli 2. Uh, this is coming to... We've got the uh, launch trailer for this. I'd never even heard of the first one. And I'm looking at the Discord to see who dropped that. Uh, that was Deadlock uh, in our Discord uh community uh drop that in in the uh, switchcraft links um what's the word i'm looking for the switchcraft links uh channel and uh guns gorn cannoli it's got this kind of uh 8-bit 16-bit style uh of uh you know art style and it very much reminds me of an old game that i remember pumping a lot of quarters in in the arcade, and that's Metal Slug. It very much re re uh, rem reminds me of Metal Slug. Uh, Metal Slug was this side-scrolling shooter, uh, multiplayer shooter, where the you know it was a Neo Geo game, and I think you can even get the Neo Geo game for the Nintendo Switch. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, but basically you could you you were trying to rescue POWs and kill the enemy and uh it had really really brightly cover, colored graphics it looked fantastic uh especially for the day like i feel like metal slug was way ahead of its time and it was one of those games that i always loved to play but it was so expensive to play because it just ate your quarters really fast unless you were amazing at the game at least Maybe it was just me, but the, that was the first thing that I thought of when I saw Guns Gore and Cannoli 2 for the Nintendo Switch. It made me think of Metal Slug, and, uh, you know, it's called Guns Gore, uh, so, you know, there, it's obviously a very bloody game, although it's very cartoonish in its, uh, in its, in its gore, uh, so it really doesn't seem too bad to me, although I wouldn't be surprised if this is rated M for the, just the amount of blood that is on the screen. It also seems really funny. Uh, it takes place during World War II, and uh, there are <laughs> there's this one thing that they say in the uh, in the trailer where they're they're kind of talking about how the, it seems like they're mobsters and somebody's encroaching on their turf, but then they had fled to Europe, and they're like, "Well, let's go chase them and kill them." And the one guy was like, "You know that there's a war on over there, right? We don't." We don't want to do that, but uh, it, it looks really cool, and I think that Guns Gorn Cannoli looks fun, so I'm definitely going to be checking that out later on when it comes to the Switch. Uh, the other game that is also coming to the Switch is a game called Crossing Souls, and Crossing Souls is this really... <laughs> it's funny. When I first saw Crossing uh, Crossing Souls, like, I think I saw it on Reddit or something. Uh, but when I first saw the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just the word Crossing Souls, the first thing I thought was, oh, is it, are they talking about Animal Crossing? And then I was like, oh, no, this is not Animal Crossing. And then I was, I was, I was immediately disappointed. But then I saw the art style and I thought, wow, that looks really cool. It very much feels like a game that has uh been they're trying to capture the nostalgia of the 80s like they've got that same font uh very 80s style font with the uh you know almost bubblegum like written cursive uh where the the way that they wrote souls in 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 hot pink color and I'm not going to 
uh, play the video on here, but it looks really, really fun. Uh, very 16-bit art style. Looks like a platforming game. Uh, it says basically here on the website, it's 1986 in California, and a group of friends will will live the summer of their lives after a mysterious discovery in the woods outside their quiet town. By uncovering an artifact whose powers they don't fully understand, these remarkable kids will defy the laws of nature and somehow interact between two planes of reality, life and death. Their curiosity will trigger a series of unexpected events that will get them... Uh, my phone is re responding because I it thinks I said its name. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, their curiosity will trigger a series of unexpected events that will get them involved in a government conspiracy and a mysterious U.S. Army general with his own nefarious plans. Uh, the game has already been on uh, Steam as well as PS4 uh, before, but now it's coming to the Switch. It's got a bunch of really good reviews from uh, from different websites, and I absolutely love 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 the art style of the uh, of the cutscenes. Uh, very nineteen nineties uh, or eighties cartoon style uh, looks really really cool. And then when you go into the actual gameplay, it looks very pixelated, sixteen bit style, um, top down. Very reminiscent to me of, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of the game. Um, Hyperlight Drifter, I want to say. Uh, just the the way that the the angle that things are at. I think that that this game looks like a lot of fun, and I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out on the Nintendo Switch. I think it's uh, definitely a good fit for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Guns, Gore, and Cannoli 2, as well as Crossing Souls, both of those look fantastic, and I can't wait to check them out. When you've lost your last man, hold A and B to continue where you left off. Do this before the title screen appears. All right, we've got a tweet here that is translated automatically via Google Chrome, uh, and this tweet is from... Splatoon's uh, Japanese account, and this is an official tweet from, from them. Uh, it says, and this is the translation, in the spring of 2019, it was decided, I love the way that this is phrased by the translation, because it almost seems like a trailer, in the spring of 2019, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but in the spring of 2019, it was decided that the competition NBP Esports Series Splatoon 2 Competing against professional baseball 12 team using Splatoon 2 will be held. So it seems like there is going to be a Splatoon 2 competition over in Japan where professional baseball players are playing each other in Splatoon 2. Uh, the national team of each team will be scouted from the participating team of the fourth Splatoon Koshien. Um, please confirm here for details and then they give more links or, or a link. Um, you know, if this translation doesn't make sense and you understand more about what exactly is happening here, please feel free to let me know. But the idea that, that Japanese professional baseball players are competing in an esports thing featuring Splatoon, that's really cool. And that's the kind of thing. Yes, they're Japanese uh, 
uh, baseball players, not like American baseball players. Um, but that's the kind of thing that makes me think Nintendo might finally be taking esports seriously, uh, which is something that they've just kind of let the community handle on their own. And while I appreciate that it's that they've kind of taken a hands-off approach so far, uh, I think it's definitely time for Nintendo to uh, take the bull by the horns and get in there and try and make something happen. Um, this is really odd, though. Uh, on one hand, I'm like, oh, look, they're taking esports seriously. And then this morning, when I woke up, I sat down and I watched some of the Nintendo uh, UK versus uh, thing that they had going on today. And it was it was just a mess. It was such a mess. So I turned it on this morning and I guess I had missed some of the Splatoon, uh, Splatoon stuff. Um, but when I turned it on, uh, basically they were just grabbing random people out of the audience and they're like, hey, come on up and um, play Mario Odyssey uh, against each other. And they had the, I can't remember what, what the mode is called, but it's the one where you're basically a giant snowball and you have to bounce off stuff. Um, so they were racing in that. And, you know, some of you who've played that and you might be saying, wait a second, how are they racing? That's a single player game. Well, they just had them all on different switches and then they were literally like they were writing down their times like they're the the hosts are standing up there and they're just writing down the times that's not the kind of thing that should be the host's job i feel like the hosts were doing a really good job trying to um make do with what they were given but i feel like when you are a company the size of nintendo and you're doing uh a live event where people are playing video games competing with each other you need to give the hosts like a team of people to help out to make things go smoothly uh I, I was talking to people in the chat which was really weird because most of the time if it's if there's a nintendo event and i go there i immediately ignore the chat because it just is flying by like crazy there were only a hundred and people 130 people watching this morning when I was watching it. And all I could think of was this seems like something that was just screwed up from the beginning. Uh, the hosts were doing a great job trying to keep things together, but whoever was in charge of the organization of this, they really dropped the ball. Uh, so like the hosts were up there, they're writing down on a sheet of paper, their the trial times of each of the players and, and they were making up, as they went, like what they were going to have people do at one point, they played uh, Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube. And they said, the whoever gets the first goal will move on to the next round or whatever. Okay. And the first goal was made in four seconds. Like literally it happened in four seconds. And so then the, the hosts were like, well, that kind, you know, that kind of sucks. We wanted to see a little more gameplay. Uh, how about we make it three goals? They're just changing the rules on the fly. And that kind of thing just made me feel like they're not taking it seriously. Uh, Mr. Cool Red Luigi in chat says, I was watching Overwatch League on ESPN yesterday, and it made me wonder what Nintendo could do to get on that level. Uh, TF Wagner is absolutely right. The reason that they're not doing exactly how they're, they're not at Overwatch's level 
It's because they're not taking it seriously. TF Wagner here says Nintendo isn't paying the winner, the winners. So they probably can't do anything to get on that level. And that is the problem. Nintendo is not taking it seriously. They're not paying the winners. The winners of these competitions deserve to get paid for uh, competing. Because if they don't, the the quote-unquote pro players, and I'm doing air quotes for those of you that are just listening, uh, the pro players, they're not going to bother playing the Nintendo stuff because they can't win any money doing it that way. If you're going to focus on trying to be a professional game player, then you're going to go where the money is. And because there's no money in it, Nintendo can't attract the pro players. And if Nintendo, let let me just uh, paint a little picture here. If Nintendo throws money at the winners here, then the pro players start playing. What else do the pro players do? They probably stream. And if they're streaming, then people are watching them stream. And if people are watching them stream, then people are going to look at a game and they're going to be like, you know what? This game looks super fun. Look at how much fun this guy is having. And he's getting paid. Maybe I should try out this game too. And it has this effect where it just keeps helping to grow. And there's a reason why esports exist. They make a lot of money not necessarily for the winners, although they they make good money too if they're the winners, um, but they make a lot of money for the companies who are in charge of that stuff. And Nintendo is just letting this money slip through their fingers. Um, I Overall, I felt like uh, it was, and, and I don't know how it turned out because it was still going when I stopped watching earlier. Um, they played games like Splatoon, ARMS, Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario Strikers, Super Mario Odyssey, those are the ones that I saw. Um, one thing that I did note is that they were they didn't have the rules set up ahead of time. They didn't have the consoles set up ahead of time. And this was the worst of the worst of all of it is when I was watching it, they only ever showed one of the players playing. Like the the uh, announcers were talking about what was happening. Like they had all these screens in front of them. And the players are playing on these screens and they're saying, oh, man, look at this. They're in this place on here and they're doing that. And I was watching somebody else play. If a company the size of Nintendo should easily, easily be able to switch between multiple camera shots so that we can see, oh, you know, this person's screen and this person's screen. Uh, But anyway, I've talked about this for long enough. Uh, Nintendo, get your act together when it comes to esports. Uh, you know, I thought you were doing you're you're doing something right with Splatoon with this weird baseball thing, which is really weird. But then you'd really drop the ball this morning with uh, Nintendo UK's uh, versus, and I'm I just don't know what to expect now. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. So I talked about this before uh, when they first made the announcement, but now I guess that the actual device is out. We've got a new Joy-Con. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. Uh, the Joy-Con has a D-pad on it, like a real plus style D-pad, uh, which I know is a sticking point for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like the D-pad on the left Joy-Con for the Nintendo Switch. I disagree. I think it's fantastic. Very, very comfortable. I like it better than the one on the Pro Controller, uh, but a lot of people don't like it. And now they can go out and buy this uh, D-Con, D-Con? Uh, D-Pad Joy-Con 
uh, from Hori for $25. And if you think that sounds like a really good uh, steal, there are definitely limitations here. Uh, number one, it does not have Bluetooth. It does not have gyro. Okay, so because of that, that means it's only going to be used connected to the Nintendo Switch. You can't play it if you're playing on the TV because it doesn't connect to it. It doesn't have a battery. There's no way for you to play that unless it is actually physically connected to the Nintendo Switch. I think this is a non-starter. However, if you're one of those people, and according to Nintendo, it's about half of you, um, if you're one of those people who never docks their Switch and only plays in handheld mode, then this seems like a really good deal for you, uh, and you should definitely check it out. Uh, one thing that I will say is I was watching an IGN video about this, and thank you to Wyvern Ripsnarl for dropping that in the Discord. Um, these look really, really good. Uh, I really would love to see more Joy-Cons come from Nintendo that look like this, uh, but overall, I'm going to skip this. It's not for me. I'm not interested. But anyway, I wanted you guys to know about it. All right, so let's uh, wrap up the show. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. And that does it for it for us today. Don't forget that if you want to check out the full show, you can either come and watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or if you don't have time to do that stuff live, you can check it out after the fact over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, if you are looking to support my content, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Lots of ways that you can support the show right there. Some of them free, some of them not. But a uh, big thank you to everyone who's ever used that stuff. The music that you heard on today's audio episode uh, is Astro Skeleton by uh, Slime Girls. Uh, so make sure you check out their stuff. You can find a link to their stuff over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. I am out of here, uh, but before I go, I need to thank all of the people who are hanging out in the live chat. You guys are awesome, and the show just would not be the same without you. So let's go ahead and hit through them. We've got uh, Bananaon, um, Bloodluster, uh, Decaf Smurf, uh, Dpats96, Caden Sidious, uh, Lil Diabetic, uh, Lumberjoke 2, Mikey B. Playing, Mr. Cool Red Luigi, Mr. Pokemon, TF Wagner, Trev125, and Wyvern Ripsnarl. You guys are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me. I will see you all next time. That will be on Tuesday. Uh, have a good one. Bye bye.